This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi everyone, it's Alice Cash. Welcome to Weekly Woman. We have a great lineup today. First, we're talking about those summer vacations or staycations that you have planned. And then we're chatting with the amazing Barbie Patel, founder of Cinderella Brides. We're hearing from her about starting her business, building a beauty empire, and the wedding industry during the pandemic and how it's rebounding now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Are you ready to go on your next adventure? Are you ready to take on the world again? With restrictions for COVID starting to be lifted, there are all kinds of things we can do now, but I'm not planning any vacation as of yet. Right now, I'm planning a staycation in my city. That way I can get all the adventures I need and can save money too. I just went to visit all the touristy spots I'd never seen, or at least not since I was little, and it was fun. It happened to be because we had some friends in town, but I would never have taken the time to walk around if they had not been here. I forgot just how beautiful New York can be. As of most of the year, I was just confined to my 10 block radius or sitting inside my tiny apartment. If you want to try the staycation, I've got some ideas. How about traveling around the world, traveling from home? Order or make a certain type of food, perhaps Italian, then watch an Italian film with your loved ones. Try a documentary on the country or just watch a film that takes place there. You'll have so much fun with these themed nights. My boyfriend and I ate pizza and watched Roman Holiday with Audrey Hepburn, and it was perfect. I'm a huge fan of picnics, and tis the season. Get out there and grab a spot in the shade, or just have a picnic on the floor of your living room. Have a paint night with friends. You can even do it on Zoom, where you can share a YouTube episode of Bob Ross. It's so fun! Highly recommend, and it's so easy to set up. Vacations are starting to creep into our view, but truly, a staycation can be just as awesome if you're not ready to get out yet. Let me know where you plan on exploring this summer or what you're up to. I'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back with Barbie after this short break. Managing my stress levels. I take on way too much, I do way too many things, and every year I tell myself I'm going to do less and less. I always seem to not meet that goal every year. I've removed no stress from my life. There is um, too much to do. If you're also trying to remove stress from your life, the only thing that has helped me immensely, more than anything, has been jubilance. Uh, This PMS supplement (laughs) is a lifesaver, and most of the stress that I have to deal with is on my period, and it helps me keep my cool, find my peace, and deal with my stress and manage it better. But now that I have jubilance to help me with all this stress, I was able to get everything I need to get done. I am not overwhelmed and I can finally put this all away and just enjoy what 2021 has to bring. Welcome, Barbie. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. We have Barbie with Cinderella Brides here with us today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, So I just want to ask you some like more fun questions to get started. 
Uh, what are your favorite go-to beauty products? Oh my God. I think the, the, I have a ton of favorite go-to products, but one thing I can't live without is my eye cream. <laughs> um, I, one of my favorite eye creams is the Artistry um, Supreme LX eye cream. It's a, it tightens the skin. It, it makes like my fine lines look a lot smoother. Um, and whenever I put makeup over it, it like vanishes. It, it just, it works so well. So that's one of my go-to. And as far as like makeup, I think that I would have to say a concealer. I love the Tarte Shape Tape, the medium, color, my color is medium, but I love the Tarte Shape Tape. And I also love um, my mascara. And there's a few mascaras I love, but one of the, my favorites is the Artistry um, 3-in-1 mascara. It makes my lashes look so long. And it, those products, if I have just that, I can like walk out the door with no problem. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, I need to like take some notes and definitely get that eye cream going on. <laughs> that's amazing. And where do you get your beauty news? Uh, just, I, I mean, social media. I do subscribe to lots of different newsletters. Um, I like one that I subscribe to skincare.com. Huh. I think L'Oreal publishes it. And so I do a lot of reading. I'm also part of CEW, it's an organization um, called Cosmetic Executive Women. And it's for different industry leaders within the beauty industry. So they periodically, and especially during COVID last year, they had tons of webinars to teach you how to, you know, have better branding, better marketing, to be more successful in your space. And then they have lots of different speakers that are very successful within the, the cosmetic corporate world that they come in and speak and they share different experiences. So, you know, it's a little bit of everything. It's not only social media, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, the, you know, learning from other people that are in the industry, but it's also learning from business people in the industry. Cause I think that to be successful in the beauty industry, when you have a business or you're, you know, running your own self, like brand as a business, mm -hmm. you have to know like all aspects, business and craft. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. You have your own business as a female entrepreneur. Can you talk a little bit, bit about Cinderella Brides? What is it? And uh, how did you start it? Yeah, absolutely. So we uh, Cinderella Brides is a luxury beauty concierge. We cater to the South Asian um, Indian community throughout the United States and globally. And what we do is we make uh, we help brides look their best version of themselves for their dream wedding. And so we've been in business about 14, 15 years now. And the idea really came about, I, I, um, I got married about 18 years ago. So been married a long time. And back then I was, you know, one of the like first in the South Asian community, having like an Indian wedding, I was struggling with finding a makeup artist that would be able to work with my skin tone. And I knew that I was able to like do my own makeup and look, make it look nice. So what happened was after going to multiple trials, having different artists work on me and make me look like a pasty white or like a ghost white, I, I was just like very frustrated and I decided to do my own makeup. Mm. Um, and with the help of my girlfriend and my sister. And so, you know, between the three of us, they, they applied my makeup, I approved, I changed my lipstick throughout the day. I kept one look throughout the day and I hired a separate hairdresser to do my hairstyling who ended up showing up late. So one of the things I found was that in the uh, beauty industry, there wasn't a lot of professionalism. And, and I always loved makeup. I was the kid in the, the schoolyard in junior high school trying on red lipstick. And so because of that, I, I um, was, and I was, when I was in grad school, I had started selling skincare and I was, you know, always into like products and like, you know, different things that are good for your skin because I didn't wear a lot of makeup. 
And so slowly uh, that company had skincare train, a makeup training, which I, you know, definitely took. And then I started just like doing makeup on friends and family and in the South Asian Indian community, once you know how to do something, the word spreads quickly. And I saw that there was a gap in the industry for, you know, anybody that could be of like a more of a brown skin tone that can do, you know, clients or, or brides like me. And so that's how Cinderella Brides was born. Uh, the name I got because every girl growing up, she wants to feel like Cinderella. She wants to feel like a princess, no matter if it's a, you know, South Asian bride or an American, you know, like a white dress bride. I like to call them white dress brides. <laughs> and, and so it was just a side hustle. You know, I, I had my corporate nine to five job. I worked, you know, and then on the side, it was just something fun to do. It was a way to make a little bit extra money, but it's because I really enjoyed it. And that's why I did it for such a long time while I kept my full-time job because I never wanted to feel like I had to do makeup or had to do beauty in order to earn a living. It was just for me more like it was something that it was a real passion. I loved making somebody feel confident and beautiful on the biggest day of their life. And so when they walk out the door, they feel like, you know, like the best version of themselves. Oh, that's wonderful. That yeah. sounds like great, like the best <laughs> version of yourself. And yeah. amazing that you could find that niche in this industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because I know you went from Amex and LexisNexis, and then yep. now you're full-time Cinderella Brides. How did that yes. happen? Can you talk a little bit about like moving forward with your company? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I worked corporate for about 13 years. American Express, I was with American Express while I was in grad school. And oh. then for a little bit after I finished grad school, it was my, um, I have my master's in organizational development. So mm. HR training. And so the, the jobs I was geared towards, I was in the HR department at American Express. I moved into like the sales and training department at LexisNexis where I stayed for a really long time. It was a great, it was a great, great company to work for. It had great work-life balance. I mean, LexisNexis has been doing at home virtual work um, for us for years. You know, it's, I know with the pandemic, everybody kind of geared towards that, but they were already ready for this. You know, this awesome. is something we've been, and, and for me being a young mom, I was just, you know, newly married, young mom, had small kids. It was the perfect opportunity to, you know, grow my professional career and my professional presence, but also, you know, juggle the side hustle, which was the makeup. Cinderella brides. And, and I really feel like, you know, I, I didn't, again, like I said before, I didn't want to give up one or the other because I didn't want the, the passion of beauty to be something that I had to do to earn money. Um, but as I started to scale my business, I identified that there was an opportunity for me to duplicate my efforts. And so, you know, I pioneered things like three-day workshops to train people on how to be, you know, a makeup artist. Um, so I did a bunch of those at a university here in New Jersey. And I, I just, I, I knew there was more potential. Um, I found myself through the years getting busier and busier. And one of the reasons why is because I have a very, um, I feel like I have a very strong presence in social media and in marketing. Mm -hmm. I really grew my business through word of mouth referrals. And so I noticed that we would get a lot of inquiries on the same dates and I needed to hire other people that could, you know, because there's only one of me. And so I really needed to scale and be able to duplicate my efforts. So that's kind of how it evolved into solo Barbie, Bargavi, you know, makeup artists into, you know, a few people working. And then, you know, now we're, we're scaled up to like 27 staff members. We have about oh. five back office team members doing the social media and the blogs and the YouTube and all of that. So, you know, there's a lot of like moving parts at 
today to this business where it's, you know, not just like somebody who's, you know, a makeup artist and they do brides. It's more of a business where we can provide a service to multiple clients on, you know, one given day. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And, just and it was scary. Yeah. And yeah. it was scary to leave my job because I had a really great corporate job. It was over six figure income, um, corporate expense account, corporate uh, credit card. Um, you know, they paid for my cell phone, my internet. I traveled the world. I've been Amazing. all over the world with them. So it was a great company. And, um, it was sad to leave, but I knew that if I wanted to scale further and grow and actually in essence, buy back my time, right? Because the only reason someone becomes an entrepreneur is so they can work really hard and give up all their time to eventually go back to having more time. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's really kind of what the evolution of that process was where I left the nine to five started, but I did it in a way where I didn't give up anything. I worked really hard. And a lot of times I know that I talk to younger people in the generation. They're like, well, why do you have to work seven days a week? And like, I wasn't afraid to do that because I knew that I, I work hard in my twenties and like the early thirties, I'm going to be able to enjoy a lot more later on. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's wonderful. And, mm -hmm. and you traveled all over the world with your corporate account, but now you're mm -hmm. doing the same with Cinderella brides. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Like some yep. of the fun weddings that you've been to all over the yeah. world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, so initially when my kids were younger, I wasn't open to traveling as much. I probably could have even did it back then, but I, I had the job and like, but now I have older, I have like teenagers. And so there's a lot more freedom that goes along with being able to travel and, you know, either take them with you or, you know, um, just leave them at home and have that peace of mind. Because although I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a wife and a mom first. Um, and everything has to get woven into all of the different elements of the life of the many different hats that we wear as women. Right. Mm -hmm. And so fun weddings. I mean, recently we've been doing a lot of Cancun weddings. Um, you know, I've done a wedding in India, um, for my college roommate. So we've done weddings all over the world uh, at this point but recently we've you know just in this past year I had two different destination weddings in Cancun um, we have a couple of more coming up this year later on in all different parts of Mexico because it's a very central location to go to for a lot of the South Asian Indian community um, it's a it makes for a really nice destination wedding where it's not the the flight time is not too long um, and so it's been really nice. Um, the last wedding we did, we took the whole family because the kids were on spring break and I really was able to do, I like, I, I was calling it, I called it a workcation because I was working and it was vacation too. And it was just really nice to be able to, you know, blend all aspects of my life from, you know, my family to my business to, you know, everything else and just really make it like a very fun, but productive uh, time off. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it, it just looks like you're traveling all the time, which is amazing. Yeah. Everyone should check out her Instagram, yeah. Cinder at Cinderella Brides, to Thank see more with Brides with a Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're actually um, headed to Alaska in a couple of weeks. A client of mine is doing a shoot, and they're flying me to Alaska. So we're going to go. I'm taking the kids, the family, because why not? If we yeah. can squeeze it in, why not? Incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the wedding industry this past year? Like what did the pandemic look like? Um, Absolutely. It, it, it was um, a very stressful 
uh, year for us, all us, you know, brides and grooms and, you know, their family members and then wedding vendors alike, because they, you know, there was a, a big question mark. When can we get back to having our wedding? Um, you know, what, what is it going to look like? How big are we going to be able to have our numbers? And we shifted, like I said earlier, we shifted over 90 weddings into 20 from 2020 into 2021, which wow. was this. And then we, and then during 2020, we were booking a lot of 2021 also, because usually being in this business for so long, that's really the, the evolution it, you know, you book a lot the year or two before. So now we as a company are booking out to 2023 because the weddings and the dates are so like limited. We live in a very population dense area. Primarily my business is in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, the surrounding areas, Connecticut, all the tri-state area. And then we do go out of, you know, out of town for weddings. We have weddings in Florida. We have increased from California and Detroit and Texas and, you know, all the, all different places this year, um, last year into this year. And so uh, I think that one of the biggest things that, we as uh, like a wedding a, a vendor in like from a vendor perspective really had to evaluate was a lot of people needed to uh, re recheck their contracts to make sure that they had these clauses um luckily i was prepared because i did have like the you know unforeseen circumstances unforeseen circumstances or acts of god clause within my contract, which protected me as the business because, you know, retainers, people were asking for retainers back. They were asking, you know, well, how is this going to affect me next year? There was just a lot of that type of, you know, change, you know, were we going to op oppose or impose fees or, you know, moving fees for changing the date because we lost half of our income mm -hmm. more than that last year. Cause if we moved 90 weddings, we probably would have booked more weddings if weddings were on last year, you know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, all of that needed to be taken into account. And I think we saw the best and the worst of people within the industry, you know, what vendors alike really pulled together and, you know, joined forces and really collaborated. And, you know, even if you were a photographer and a photographer, you still helped your, each other. Even if you were a makeup artist and a makeup artist, like you still helped each other and like you talked to each other and versus being in competition with each other. So that was really nice. I think that was a really good thing that came out of it for, I think people also really um, had time to slow down and, think really about what they, what's important to them in their lives, you know, you know, me included and how I want, like maybe the next year or two, really this year, I can't control how busy we are, but the following year is like what I'm willing to do and not do. Um, just because from a business perspective, you know, the time is so invaluable. I, I find, you know, time you can never get back. It's precious, you know, money you can always make. And so I think that was the biggest lesson that I really, you know, learned more of why well, I, I always knew it but even more so last year when i had that time to really slow down and think and build different areas of my business like i basically am com almost completed with a course that i'm writing on how to be successful in the beauty industry and it, it talks about marketing and branding and wow. um having camera presence and why you should have a professional website and how you build it and you know um how to do a contract and what you need to know about and then we have a, a piece on communication skills and how you you know you can you know, have that sales aspect so you can book more clients and convert, you know, your followers into paying customers. Incredible. So yeah, that's going to be launching in the next, you know, few months where I have to now record the course, like video recorded, but all the written element is done for it. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
Yeah. Wow. So, so you're just like going in off in different directions, which uh-huh. is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you see the wedding industry headed? Is it back? Is it back to normal? Is it like, where do you see it in the future? It's back. Um, it's busier than ever. It's uh, anything that any wedding vendor lost, they're going to make up this year into next year and the years to come. Weddings are bigger and people are spending more money because they, there's this, um, and a lot of like, uh, different publicity outlets have been talking about this, like how it's like the roaring twenties again, because people have been so cooped up in the past year, year and a half where they've really essentially done nothing. So travel is experiencing a boom. Weddings are experiencing a boom. Anything that's like celebratory in nature is experiencing a boom. People are willing to spend more money. They, they want to make up that lost time. And so I, I believe weddings are back um, unless something big happens and, you know, which I'm not anticipating weddings are busier than ever and we don't want anything else to happen. At no, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. And Barbie, something that we always ask on this podcast is, um, what is your definition of womanhood? Uh, I mean, I think that womanhood, you know, it it means different things to different people. I mean, the element of being a woman, I think that women are very unique creatures. That's why God gave us the ability to have children (laughs) because we're able to deal with more pain and more of everything. I think as a woman, you are someone that is able to juggle multiple tasks and be very creative when it comes to accomplishing anything. And um, so I think that we're, we are like women, women in general are just a stronger being. I find that men, I hate, I know maybe men are physically strong, but we women, if we put our mind to something, we can accomplish anything. And so I think that being a strong woman, um, for me, womanhood is, you know, living, living to the life to the fullest, um, knowing yourself the best, knowing what makes you tick and, you know, what you need to work on being very self-aware is what I think being a woman is all about, what you can accomplish, what your limitations are, what you can, where you can grow, what you can work on and um, just being the best, best version of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. Being the yeah. best version of you. That's something yeah. that we can all work on. Yeah. 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 In yeah. all aspects of life, right. Whether, yeah. you know, the time that you make for yourself as a woman, because a lot of times we put ourselves last mm-hmm. and, you know, the older you get, like you, you realize you need to give yourself that time. You know, mm-hmm. your, you time is the most important because then you can be good for everybody else, you know? Yeah. And I love what you said before too. Like I'm an entrepreneur, but first I'm a mother and a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then also including yourself in that of like right. that you time that you absolutely Absolutely. And I think one other thing I can add is, you know, in your twenties, you're always worried about what everybody thinks in your thirties, you're worried about, you know, you're still kind of worried about that, but the older you get, you don't care what everybody else thinks. Cause most people are not thinking about you, you know, they're thinking about <laughs> them. And so I think if, if, if I could give a piece of advice to any young woman that's listening to this podcast, it would be that just don't be afraid to be you. Um, people are going to accept you for who you are and some people are not and don't be afraid to not be liked by everybody because not everybody is going to love what you have to say or love who you are and don't be worried about pleasing people as long as you're doing the right thing you need to worry about you know focusing on what is going to be the best thing for you and maybe the people that are around you 
That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Barbie. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners and how can they get in contact with you for Cinderella Brides? Um, Yeah, I mean, anything else? I think um, I shared a little bit of being an entrepreneur. I think, you know, if you have any type of small dream in your heart to do something, um, you may be listening to this podcast because you have an idea. It's a seed. It's planted. It's in your mind for a reason. I am I, I the best advice I can give and I tell this to my kids all the time is that don't worry for everything to be perfect in order to start. You have to just get started wherever you are, you know, if it's big or small, whatever it is, just get started because you don't know if the idea you have is going to work. And if it's not, then don't be afraid to fail and start again and fail and start again, because that's where success comes from. The more failure you have, the more you're going to be closer to success. So that's my biggest piece of advice. Just get started. Don't wait for everything to be perfect. I think that a lot of people get hung up in, um, like just being the details of making something perfect before they actually start. I'm waiting for my social media to be perfect and I have to do this and that. Just start, just yeah. throw it up on, it's like a, a can of paint, just splatter on the wall and see what sticks and keep going. Um, and if you're looking to find me on social media, my personal Instagram handle is Barbie Patel with two L's on Instagram. My website is barbiepatel.com. My company is Cinderella Brides with a Z at the end instead of an S on all pl- social platforms. You can find Cinderella Brides. Our YouTube channel is a lot of fun. So if you want to watch my travel vlogs and, you know, watch some of our behind the scenes when we're working weddings and bridal trials and just, you know, creating fabulous looks for our clients, definitely head over to Instagram. Make sure you like and like, like, and subscribe to the channel because <laughs> we're growing our YouTube. So that's my major focus this year is just to get, uh, you know, or increase our subscribers and our view time and watch hours and just um, make a greater impact. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Barbie. It was amazing to get to talk to you. Thank you, Alice. I'm so excited to share with your, you know, your listeners and um, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm.